Think about think. it. Think about what you think about. WFOD starts now. My name is Mike. I am joined by my good friend, Mr. Drunkard STL on the Twitters. Hey-o. And guys, the king of pranks, the albino alligator, popcorn bitch, Mr. Travis Hulse is here, everyone. I'm hitting my goddamn mic stand like a fucking amateur. Did you hear that? Like, did you, did you bump you your that? nose on it there, Travis? No, like I went to reach for something and then I just smoked it with my hand. Like, oh, like, no. like I haven't been doing this for well, 10 years. I, I didn't hear it. I'm just, um, I'm just warning you now I might be full Napier tonight. Oh, no. What does that mean? We had that chili cheese dip. Oh, you're going to be farting? I think so. I just did and it doesn't smell good. Drunk's going to be farting, Travis. Oh, damn. You're going to open farting? the door. Uh, Travis, coming up after the break, this is a big one for me. Uh, we're going to be talking to comedian Lewis Black. He has- Lewis Black! That's right, Travis. He has a new special. It's uh, it's out now. It's called Tragically, I Need You. It's on YouTube for free, Travis. What? Brave new world we're living in, Travis, where the content's just on YouTube. You can just watch it. Amazing. So- Especially with somebody like Lewis Black. Like, right. That's crazy. Right. You know, what's funny about Lewis Black is, uh, you know... I- we're constantly in a state of rewatching The Office. Like we just finished uh, the whole series again in my household. Yeah. Um, and we're trying to watch something different now, but I guarantee you that The Office will just get started again because it's like the perfect <laughs> like background filler. How many seasons is The Office? Nine. We probably watched 20, it ten 20, times. Twenty-four half-hour episodes per season. Yeah. It's every season's it's like twenty-some episodes. It, back when sitcoms used to be twenty-some so, episodes. So that's got to be at least a what two three week uh endeavor oh at least well and see we don't watch it every day but it's like one of those things it's like nobody knows what to turn on so it's like background noise you just turn on the office just to have the tv on anyway the whole point of that is is the episode i don't know if you guys how familiar you guys are with the office but there's a, a cold open there it's a conference room meeting as jim is talking about how he got uh stanley tickets to see lewis black and uh, Stanley goes on a, a rant about Christmas and about how he doesn't want Kwanzaa. He doesn't want this. He just wants goddamn baby Jesus Christmas. You know? Yeah. And so that that's it's very, very serendipitous that uh, you had uh, Lewis Black on. Travis, speaking of uh, the television programs, I, I was turned on to a show. I think it's been running for a while. And I think that Liquid posted this, Travis. But there's a show on ABC called the good doctor have you heard of the good oh, doctor Travis? That's that is over. that is starring uh norman bates from a&e's uh bates motel he plays an autistic dot like teenage doctor right his name's uh freddie highmore 
Yeah, he plays an autistic savant who's really young, but he's like really good at, at doctoring Travis. So it's, so it's, it's like it's like Doogie, Doogie Howser, Howser, except with autism. They they share this clip. I've never seen The Good Doctor. And I've never watched. I, I honestly don't know at this point in my life if I have enough time to dedicate to things that I'll enjoy just because they're cringeworthy. Like, there's so many things now, Travis, that you can't right. watch bad things anymore. No, no. I, I There used to be a time when you devoted yourself to a television program, and even if it fell off uh, the cliff, you'd be like, well, shit, I've already devoted myself to this thing for three seasons, four seasons. I have to go until they cancel this goddamn thing. <laughs> but I stopped doing that a long time ago, right? Like I, I would, I would follow. I followed Nip Tuck to the very end. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, right Travis, that's that's dedication there. And yeah, that got real bad. Uh, so, and I went right to the end. Uh, but I'll tell you what, I was very quick to jump ship off The Walking Dead, The Flash, uh, Green Arrow. Uh, I believe I jumped off baskets. There's a lot of things that I was just like, even after like two, three, four seasons, I was like, nope, I no, not doing it. So if people are unfamiliar, this is what the actor Freddie Highmore normally sounds like. This is just his normal speaking voice. How did Freddie Highmore get famous? Well, there's an assumption uh, in the question. I'm not really sure I am. I don't have the... Just sounds like a nice British bloke, Travis. Right, right. Do you want to hear a clip of The Good Doctor? I certainly do. I have two. This is the one that was posted on Twitter, but then I found one that's even better. This is going to be amazing just because I am so familiar with him because I loved Bates Motel. I thought he was just fantastic in Bates Motel, yeah. and he's got like a great American accent in that. Like, you wouldn't even know. No, this, yeah, is, this is his autism voice, Travis. Yeah, perfect. So how do you know when to lie? When people need to know things, they need to know. If they don't... Lie through your teeth and feel good about it. What if they need to know the truth, but it'll hurt them? I am a computer. Some can handle it. Some can't. So how do you know who can and who can't? You tell the truth. If they like you after, then you'll know. If they don't, then it doesn't really matter anyway. You have cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you what, I'm looking at this cast. Yeah. They just stole everybody from everybody who's ever been on anything. The good yeah. doctor? Yeah. This guy was Well, on, they have to have like a new patient that dies every week. This right? guy was on CSI in New York. This yeah. guy was on the West Wing. This chick was on fucking CSI in Miami. Yeah, it's all they they grabbed a smorgasbord this of dude was on TV stars and threw them in. Now, Travis, this next this clip dude was on Narcos. I, I love <laughs> how much he it's like he never watched any videos of anybody with autism ever and was just like what if ai was a doctor i think this was a meme or something travis because i could not find an unedited version of this clip uh, so real quick don't forget this is a show that keeps getting renewed for new seasons it's like on like season five or uh, yeah, something 2017 was when it started okay so the, listen to this this is slightly edited you'll know how uh but i couldn't find one that, that was unedited i love this clip I'm a surgeon. <laughs> I am not leaving your office until you reinstate me 
What are you doing, Sean? Do you think ordering me to do something will change my mind? Do you really think it's a good idea to try and bully me? I am a surgeon. <laughs> I am a surgeon. I realize that you're proving my point. That you're acting immature, showing that you don't know how to communicate and you can't control your emotions. I am a surgeon. <laughs> but you do have a talent that I value. So I'm going to give you one last chance to maintain your dignity and leave my office. The guy working with him is working now. his ass off, Travis. <sighs> because if I have to call security, you understand that I'm also going to have to fire you. I am a surgeon. I am a surgeon. I am a surgeon. I am, I am a surgeon. I am a surgeon. Dr. Hahn, I am a surgeon. I feel like the show, Travis. Just listening to that clip and the clip before that, it feels like it's just AI talking back and forth. But just like like AI from three four months ago, not like current AI. I was about to say it gets it gets to the point you can't tell anymore anyway. So. Right. Yep. <laughs> so I, I don't think I can watch all of the Good Doctor because there's just too many at this point, Travis. But I, I think I'm just going to find clips on YouTube because I I think that's probably for the best. I just want somebody to uh, find the good stuff for me. Yeah, that's that's probably the best stuff, right? Because I would assume that the rest of the show is probably like carbon copy house which also I've never watched, but I kind of get the gist of. It's probably just that with an autistic doctor. Travis, did you see the guy that, that <laughs> crashed the airplane? I heard about it. There, uh, I've, there's an airplane, airplane clock. There's a fellow on YouTube, Travis, and uh, he thought that if he uh, crashed an airplane, that a lot of people will watch his YouTube videos. Um, That's smart. Good thinking. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he... he uh, he got in a little bit of trouble, Travis, because you're not supposed to just like purposely crash airplanes, I don't think. Seems that people are constantly pushing the limits to grab eyeballs on social media, but crashing an airplane on purpose? Well, the young man behind this stunt may not be smiling now. He is facing several years in prison. 20, actually, Travis. They've given him 20 years. So, uh, well, fucking murderers don't even get 20 years. Well, well, well. So he he set up a camera on the wing of the plane, and then he had a, a camera on himself. And so he takes the plane off, and then he skydives out of the plane, but he was the only one in the plane. So then the plane could just land wherever because he bailed out of it. Was this, where was this? Was this like in the desert? Was this in like a residential the, area? The mountains, I, I think it was in a park, Trevor. Trevor Jacobs shot the video in 2021. It shows him parachuting to safety over the mountains of the Los Padres National Forest near Santa Barbara. He then lied to FAA investigators about the cause of the crash and the location of the wreckage. Funny part is, he got a helicopter, helicoptered in to clean up the wreckage so that T, uh, NSA. Did he realize afterwards, oh, wait, maybe I'll get in trouble? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he didn't think about that before. He thought about it after. He was like, oh. So he wait. did all this, and then he cleaned up the mess, but he's still being charged? Yeah. Well, Travis, I mean, like, negligence. He could, uh, 
he could have killed somebody, right? Yeah. But he didn't. But he didn't. It'd be like me purposely crashing my car into this, a brick wall I mean, somewhere near Santa Did, Barbara. That's like half a million people in Santa Barbara. It's in the mountains, and he cleaned it up. <laughs> gives a shit. So you're on his side, Travis? <laughs> Fucking a! Like he didn't do. I mean, he crashed the guy. It was his plane, I assume. He didn't steal it, right? Maybe he stole it. If he stole it, that's different, right? Like if he stole it, he bought the plane. But if he purchased the plane, flew it into the air, jumped out of it, and let it crash, who gives a shit? Could be harmful, Travis. But it wasn't. It wasn't harmful. It could have crashed into a house. I I don't know how it was in your neck of the woods in 1993, but uh, I remember 1993. Here here in St. Louis, we had a big flood. Thank goodness. Why didn't wipe out that whole fucking city? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so anyway, there was this guy who purposely just, kid, just kidding, St. Louis <laughs> broke the levee up in Quincy, Illinois. It was actually West well, Quincy, Missouri. That's a problem. Yeah. So his whole plan was, I'm gonna break this levee and then I'm gonna be the hero and save the day. <clears throat> well, he fucked up and caused billions of dollars worth of damage. See, and that's if he if he would have broke the levee and saved the day, I still would say you're a goddamn criminal. But this guy so this, didn't hurt anybody's property uh, except his own. So this is in '93, and he got charged twenty to life, and he's still in jail. So that's well, that's ridiculous. I think good. You you, you jump out of a plane and you let the plane land anywhere. You're a dickhead. I'm not saying he's a good person. <laughs> I think he's a piece of shit. Are, I'm just, are, are you one of these prisons that are overcrowded? Why are we putting him in prison, guy? Or? I just think it's ridiculous to charge him with anything. I think if, you, if you're going to charge him with anything, it'd be being a piece of shit in society, doing dumb shit for clicks. Should we at the least pro- suspend his YouTube channel, Travis? Well, at least take away his flight license if, is if, he, if he has one. Do you have to prove that you can fly a plane to buy a plane? Well, to fly a plane, you're supposed to be licensed. I yeah. don't know if you have to have a license. To uh, buy judging one. by the looks of the plane, it looks like it was like a kit that he put together, just like a oh yeah okay. But see, like one, that's one that's of those the, kinds of planes. I, that might be coming from my libertarian point of view. I'm not like full fledged libertarian, but like just that mindset of he didn't hurt any. He could have. Yes, I agree with you. How do, how do you he, know, how do you know how many animals he may or may not have killed in that? Uh, that Animals, animals are, Travis. Animals are much smarter than people. If something is flying out of the sky at a fast pace, uh, they're not going to look to the sky to see what it is. They're fucking running. People would stop and look up and get fucking smoked by a plane crash. <laughs> <laughs> but all those bunnies and squirrels and shit, they're long, long gone. gone before Mooses. that thing got anywhere near the ground. Mooses, Travis. Think about the moose. Elks and deerses. I'm telling you, I, I think this is ridiculous. I think the guy, yes, is a piece of shit. I think charging him, especially something that's going to get him 20 years, is just ass backwards. Yeah. Is he a dipshit looking for Internet fame? Of course. no. He, nobody should like this person as a human. But to uh, charge him with uh, criminal negligence when so nothing happens. We should just mock he him. Cleaned him. Yeah, saying- mock him. Put him on the shame. shame. Ring the bell. Shame, 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 shame. So you're saying bring bring back the stocks. stocks. Everybody can throw tomatoes at them. Everybody can for a couple days and then uh, throw tomatoes, throw eggs, whip out your willy and wag it in his face and be like, "Ah!" 
have have Bill Maher do a monologue about him. In his new life. rules. New rules. Don't crash planes on purpose. Can't buy a plane and jump out of it when no one else is in it. <laughs> Guys, what we're going to do? We're going to take a break. Back by popular demand. Oh, drunk. Are you going to try that after the break? Yeah. Yeah. Dr- Travis, I got drunk a new cola. Oh, baby. I love it. But first, guys, Lewis Black. Mr. Lewis Black. W-F-O-D. There, and I know this will shock some of you. There are people who actually came out tonight to see me, okay? And they, they overpaid. <laughs> and so I really need you to, to make this evening. Don't, don't fuck up their evening, okay? Don't just sit there. All right. If if I say a joke and you don't think it's funny, you you get to nail me. And the way you get to nail me is you don't laugh. That's it. All right. And you let your nipples turn bright red. (laughs) And you shut the fuck up. Mr. Bezos, it's late. I'm going to head home, if there's nothing else. It's fine, Judy. Go home and see your family. (sighs) Alexa? Destroy humanity. Okay, okay. okay. Like a kraken out of its cage, I'm feeling wild and free. Alexa, don't hurt us. Sorry, I don't know that one. Having trouble deciding what products to buy because you don't want to support a business owner who doesn't agree with you politically? That's why I created the new Bilateral Pillow. We divide our workforce into two separate buildings making it easy to tell which pillows were stuffed by like-minded allies. Look, it says it right there on the box. And me? Don't worry about me. I believe in nothing. The bilateral pillow. Don't lose any sleep over it. It's time once again for the Hollywood Beat with your inside source, Drunk. And this week, Drunk talks to Robert De Niro about his new film, About My Father, in theaters May 26th. Do you even like doing comedies? It's fun for obvious reasons. It's it's a different form of acting, if you will, um, and for me, and um, gives you a certain freedom in a certain way where you can't do certain things if you're doing a straight story because uh, unless the character would do certain humorous things, so you have certain limitations in a 
drama, if you will. In this, you could do other quirky little things, maybe from time to time, and you'd get away with it because it's a comedy. Like what? Fart? Here's Drunk with a look at the weather. It's raining, it's pouring, and the streets are flooded with the plague of pollen and mold and other garbage filling our holes. Enjoy your last remaining breath as we return to the WFOD already in progress. Welcome back. Our guest tonight may have a spot on the Mount Rushmore of stand-up comedy, and his new special, Tragically I Need You, is free to watch on YouTube now. For dates and tickets to when he'll be in a venue near you, check out lewisblack.com. Lewis Black is on the program. Hey there. How are you? Every day, just more and more joyous. Haven't you found that out? The, the new specials are on YouTube, which I, I've noticed a lot of comedians are doing that now, sidestepping the streamers and the cable stuff. Is the name of the game just eyeballs? Partly. I mean, for, I think for younger comics, I think it's it's a, it's a, it's a, an audience builder. They don't, you know, and, and not because of them, but, they, you know, Amazon has got their nonsense that they, you know, want to see for you, from you. And uh, Netflix has their own thing. And Netflix kind of swallowed a whole bunch of stuff and, you know, a, a whole bunch of comics. Because, I mean, I went, we went to Netflix and, and now I've been doing this for a, quite a long time. <laughs> you went to Netflix and they said, well, we have 12 slots. And uh, all of the slots, there are 12 people for every slot. Really? And I didn't get in any, I can't bypass anybody. Really? I'm behind 144 comics to get on Netflix. <laughs> well, that, you know, it makes you wonder about your career. Geez, I guess I thought, I thought that, you know, I, I'd done well, but I, I guess not. And then, um, and so I think it's really become, uh, and it's really where people look. And I didn't believe it until, uh, I did it. I was telling the guys, you know, who's going to be watching me? They're all, you know, it's mostly younger, but it's a, a ton of people are turning to uh, YouTube to, to do their own programming. Sure. Yeah. And, and I, I just that seems to be the thing. And I, I guess you're yeah, it's an audience builder. But I guess at this point, you don't really need audience builders. So, well, I mean, it's, it, well, it's also trying to seek out that younger, somewhat younger audience that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I pick up a little up from time to time with the Daily Show, 
but I mean, I had a, a young audience that, you know, that is now in there in their forties. Yeah. You know, that was the initial, the initial audience was the, the, in, not people my age. It was the kids watching the daily show who got it. And they're the ones, and now they've been following me for a long time. And it's tr- trying to find that, that, you know, some of the younger and, and my audience has been, uh, getting younger. Yeah. At least people tell me, but the people tell me that, but I can't see. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm in my forties. I, I went and saw you, uh, live at the Fox theater in St. Louis. And you actually said something during that show. That's really stuck with me. You, you walked out on stage and the first thing that you said was this room looks exactly like what I would imagine the inside of my ball sack would look like. <laughs> and and I have not been able to go back to the Fox Theater. It's a beautiful place without thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. That's good. I'm glad. It's, it's something that I always thought about the Friars Club in New York, which I'm no longer a member of due to a whole bunch of screws, screw ups on their end. But uh uh, but I went in there and I said, wow, this looks like this is like the inside of a testicle. So uh, <laughs> but I'd never been able to use it on stage. So Fox was the first place that I was probably the first and last place that I ever did that. Speaking of younger audiences and stuff, has anybody uh, contacted you about uh, licensing your voice or likeness for AI content? I, no, I, nobody's done that yet. Well, because you know, I, I saw that so, they did it with Bruce Willis, and I was I was thinking that like you would probably be on the list of people that we'd want to get. We'd want to have like a robot you. Right. Yeah. Well, if you want, you can put a bid in. I'm taking them now. You can be the first. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I just haven't. They haven't. You know. I mean, literally, it was like four weeks ago they came up with AI. Yeah. Or decided like it, to tell us it's happening really no, fast. No, it is. Those those fucking assholes. Four weeks ago, they oh yeah, we got AI. Well, why, why now you're telling us, huh? <laughs> now that you've gone down the road and are you basically? Gee, it's like saying we bought a, you know, we got this gun and we got it and we were able to put bullets in it. We have it at your head. That's what they did. There, there was no unbelievable. Build yeah, we just no. You, sudden... There was no discussion. No discussion like like Facebook and. Uh, all of the whole evolution of social media, not one step along the way, they go, okay, we're going to have to discuss what you fuckers think you're pulling off. <laughs> right? We, we, I mean, seriously, you have an FCC. How does the FCC not have any, uh, any uh, stretch of uh, any kind of power over uh, what these idiots are up to? And, and what even is it? Is it, is it copyright? Is it parody? What, like, I, I guess there's nothing really right now that's stopping anybody from doing anything. We talked to a band the other day who made a whole Oasis album. Like, uh, they, they made the songs and then they, uh, trained AI to sing like the singer of Oasis and put out an album. And everybody's like, this is the best Oasis album we've heard in years. And it was, it was just some guys in their basement. It's amazing. Wow. That's crazy. And it's what in part the, uh, writer's strike is about. Oh, the the writer strike has a lot to do with uh, them just using AI instead of writers. Yeah, I don't. You know, you know, that's not that hard of a stretch. <laughs> uh, yeah, at this point, yeah. That. I I guess are you involved in that at all? Because I guess you write you write some. 
But I mean, you kind of write your own. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm in the writer's guild, um, but I've had no, uh, you know, for a long time. I mean, I haven't had uh, something that I've written. That was a revelation in your special that I didn't know that before you got into stand-up comedy, you were a playwright. I yeah. Mean, yeah. My, my knowledge of you was just, you know, funny man and say funny things. Uh, I watch yeah. funny man. Yeah. 20, 20 years of playwriting to, to, as I said, you know, 20, uh, I wrote, uh, I wrote about 40 plays to the interest of no one. <laughs> then how did you make the transition? What happened that got you? Well, I, I'd been doing it on the side, but I was not ever thinking I'd be, a, I, I was a comic in order to write, be able to write and get my writing out there. Cause if you write a play, you write it, then you send it to a theater and you, you know, you know, and unless you're known, you might as well wait. And I was known by some people and even with them, I was waiting uh, six months a year. So it was a way for me to get something written, get it out there, get a thought out there, get an idea out there and, uh, um, and get a reaction. But I never thought it would happen, but and then they were started responding to it. And you were doing like warm up for your own plays, right? You were going yeah, out my, talking. everything, every, everything. Right? It was essentially, you know, most comics and or a lot of comics learn, uh, uh, you know, the, the basic chops, they move from doing open mics to, uh, being like in a group of comics working on an evening to then, um, you host and, and that's where you gain a comfort on stage. And that was really what I learned at this, uh, place that I helped run, which was, we did, a, we did, uh, two new one acts a week. We did more new American one act plays, uh, over a nine year stretch than the entire, probably the entire country did together. Uh, the theaters around the country, certainly more than any other theater had ever attempted. And, uh, we, and then before every show that we did, I would be the host and, uh, and, and basically talk for five minutes. And that's really where I started to get, the notoriety because yeah. I was in New York city and these people I had casting people in there and directors and writers, all sorts of folks. And so the, it, it, that was the, you know, that was, it was spreading faster than uh, my writing was. So did it just come from that, that you were getting a reaction from that and you're like, well, maybe I should just do this. No, uh, I still was going to continue to write plays and, uh, and then, um, uh, the, the uh, theater, we got uh, shut down by two of the co-owners that we were referred to as Null and Boyd. Oh. And um, Null and Boyd uh, felt that we were making a ton of money down there because they were insane. <laughs> we weren't. <laughs> and uh, so we had the, I had this time off, and in order to fill that time, I started going across town. Uh, the, the Rick Newman, who sadly passed away just a bit ago. He had a club called Catch a Rising Star, and he put me in that. Uh, he said, I want you to come over here and work if you want, and it was great. And I started to learn to take the transition there, but I still was not ready to. I had a play done in Houston at the Alley Theater, kind of a semi-pro ball. It's a really good regional theater. 
and that experience was so horrible uh, that um, on a lot of levels, it was like everything they said was a lie. And I was going, I've been aspiring to do this. I thought this was the break. I thought now we would go from here to the next step to the next step. We were on our way, me and my friend who wrote the music and the, and the lyrics and that we would get there. And um, my friend who was the director, all of us who ran this club and, yeah. uh, and it, and it didn't work. And I, uh, and, and at that point, I went across town because they, they were supposed to allow me to stay down there and work on the play, which is why we got the the, the uh, actors from New York to come down with us. And um, <clears throat> and then they said, oh, well, no, we we uh, we don't have a room for you. And I said, well, you told me I had a room for me. So I had to, I had no money. I went across town. I auditioned to see if I could work at this theater, work at this comedy club. It was called Spellbinders Comedy and Magic. Ooh, magic. I got on stage. Yeah, yeah. I did a 15-minute audition um, without my without the birds. I did a 15-minute audition, <laughs> and uh, it went great. And uh, they, they, the guy said to me, and at this point, I wasn't sure where I was. It was kind of like I, I was kind of a headliner in part in New York, but I don't. I hadn't really worked the road. And they said, I want you to come back. He said, this is great. He said, I've got this opening in in uh, in this time frame. Would, would that work? Yes. So now I could fly back. They would pay me the same amount of money that I made for the play. They would put me in a nicer hotel and I didn't have to rent a car. They had a car for me. And I looked at that picture and I said that it took me two years to do this play and to get it to this point in time. And then I get screwed and I go over here and drunks in a bar are more appreciative of what I'm doing. So I'm, and they're going to pay me the same amount right. for a week. And yeah. I said, time to rethink the strategy. And you get thought, that, well, that instant, instant feedback right there. Yeah. Yeah. I really wanted to add, cause the special has, has a lot of uh, stuff about like the lockdown and stuff. And, and I was wondering if like when you're writing, does like the longevity of stuff uh, come into what you're thinking about? Like, uh, like, do you think of, cause a, a lot, a lot of things kind of uh, are dated, you know what I mean? And so like, do you look at it kind of like a time capsule or like what we'll think if like we, stumble across your special in 20 years or something or are you just writing for the audience there then well i mean i was i you know to say writing i, I literally left my apartment and started performing again and just in, in as a what i thought would be a kind of a placeholder i started talking about what happened yeah. during the pandemic to me and the audience's response was pretty was phenomenal sure. and i went well well they get it so I kept building on that and I telling more of the story and it was, uh, and then, so it became the fastest, it was faster to do the set than it was to get, to get it all together and to find out that we were going to end up on YouTube after going through the rigmarole of trying to be on some platform. <laughs> so I lost time trying to get on a platform. If I'd known we would have cut to the chase and put it on YouTube. Yeah. Um, but who, but who knew? You know, we were looking around and um, and, and then YouTube kind of really moved into this position, which had not been in when we started. And so I, I I mean, that to me is a, a little upsetting, but I still think it holds. I mean, part of it is, is that, uh, you know, I, I feel like I tell enough in, in every 
thing that I've done as a comic. I tell enough in the joke that someone was going to get that. Dick Cheney's going to, you know, when he passes away, there are people who won't know Dick Cheney is. But I do, you know, five Dick Cheney jokes in the course of two specials. Yeah. And the setups for those jokes explain who the fuck he is. <laughs> so it's not like people, because they used to say, boy, you can't really talk about that politician because, you know, the, it's got to be something that happened today. No, you jackass. It's called history. Idiot. As long as you talk, you tell them and explain it to them. So in part two for me, you know, I did the last show, uh, one of the last shows in the country that we did. It was a special that we put together and it ended up being a very intimate special because we literally had to put together a video based on the, the cameras that we had in the room and bringing in a couple of other cameras just in case. It was totally done on the fly. And, but that was the last, one of the last, I mean, that was the reason we did it. It was like a time capsule. That one was more of a time capsule, but it worked and it held and it got nominated, um, for a Grammy, if that still, (laughs) that still counts. (laughs) And then, um, and then, uh, the other one, the one that I just did, uh, you know, I think was the bookend. I think those two together are the special. Right. Those two together are here's what's here's what's happened during the you know this this time period. Here's what happened up to the time period. Here's what happened during the time period. Yeah, and, and, and I, I, think, I was I, I and, was and here for it. Yeah, go on. Sorry. So I I was here for it. So like I I don't know what people a long time from now will know or not know. It, it's 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 weird to think about. I guess. Uh, yeah, you know. Um, I mean, it's certainly, I think, a faster way to learn about it than to read the 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 three thousand page book that will be written about what a fuck up it was. Right. It's probably more enjoyable too. Yes. So it's on YouTube. It's a tragically I need you. And where else should I, I guess? LewisBlack.com. You got a whole bunch of tour dates coming up and stuff, right? And I've got a bunch of stuff coming. Uh, I'm I'm going to be I'm going to Europe, but then that uh, um, went out in. Uh, Las Vegas, I think it's July 12th, it'll say on the, with Bert Kreischer and a whole bunch of guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm balancing out the testosterone levels. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to take pills. And um, most people, most people take those pills to kind of transition. I'm just transitioning to have a, to appear to be more, uh, more in that testosterone level. You know, it's like the ad that, you know, that those guys have Doug Flutie, you know, Doug Flutie. <laughs> um, haven't thought about him in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you should see the ad. It's, I've seen the Frank Thomas one. I don't think I've seen Doug Flutie. Oh, they're together. It's Frank Thomas. Oh, and great, Doug Flutie. great, great. Yeah. Yeah. You've got, don't worry. You'll be watching some game and they'll show up. Um, so I'll be doing that. And then, you know, in the fall, boom, it starts up and, uh, I'm about, I'd say I'm a third of the way through what would be the new special. Is there stuff I couldn't do in the other two that got blocked out of it? Healthcare, I didn't, I talked about that, I had to drop, and uh, there's a really great article about uh, um, an accident in the church with guns. <laughs> it's actually very funny. So I've got that. So we've got a, we've got, it's, we're beginning. And so, uh, and, and by the time I come back in the fall, hopefully we'll be a little bit further. Lewis, man, I appreciate your time. Uh, it was really cool talking to you. Big fan. Well, thank you. 
good luck with the special and hopefully we can do it again sometime. Man. Yeah, no, if, uh, you know, I'm around this summer. So if you're bored, give a yell. <laughs> cool. Take care, man. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Black on, on our uh, little podcast. That's pretty good, amazing. right? Yeah, amazing. Good guy. Like what? 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 Mount Rushmore of comedian? Ha- who haven't we had? Right? Uh, Bill Burr. Bill Burr. I was that the first thing that came to my head. Burr. Right? Yeah, Travis. I need to talk about that because fucking I, I tell you guys that Lewis Black's going to be on the podcast, and that's the first thing a drunk says. Did you get me Burt Kreischer well, yet? I meant like, give me <laughs> fuck you, drunk. Well, I meant Lewis Black's pretty fucking good. I meant for the Hollywood beat. <laughs> oh, for that's the, the first machine. thing he said, Travis. Did you get me Burt Kreischer I, yet? I, I meant for the Hollywood I, beat. I know, but you could have at least said good job first. Oh, good job, Mike. Been like, way to go. That's Lewis Black, dude. <laughs> Tom Segura. Yeah, you get, those you get. are not Mount Rushmore comedians. I'm talking people who've been around for a long time. We had Adam. They Carolla. might not be. They might not be Mount Rushmore comedians to you. They they will be. I'm saying, like, I'm talking tenure, right? Like people they're, who've been a, a long time. They're 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 current flavors. Travis. So Bill Burr don't count. They're Baja Bill Burr's Blast. Been around for a long time. I would say Bill Burr and like Brian Regan are like those people who have been around for like so long. Uh, what's Doing his name? Comedy. Jim Gaffigan. Gaffigan would probably be on there. You know who you said could, Jim Gaffigan. You know who you could probably get to that Christopher <laughs> Titus. Travis, I got another cola for drunk to try it. Let's see all if right, he knows good by the can. Try them all. I'll do it for you. I am the show controller. He'll tell you if. It's good or bad, cause drunk's the fucking king of cola. Let's see if you can tell just by the can. That is Kroger brand cola. Boom. Kroger brand cola. Uh, Travis, I, you know, that's border- typically what my wife and I mix uh, with our Admiral Nelson. The big K. I, I'm not going to say it's my pick of the week, Travis, but it's up there. I went to a Ruler Foods the other day, and they have a. Uh, Everything bagel dip. Oh is my it, god! Is it hummus or is that it just you? Uh, dip? I, no, it's like it's sour. Like a, it's cream cheese yeah, based. It's right? like sour cream based, I think. And it just got like the everything bagel seasoning. Yes. You dip potato chips in it. It's really good. Because you know bagel you, hummus is fire. You know what's you know what's better than dipping chips in it is getting uh, pita chips. Well, I, I tried wheat thins with it, and I wasn't a big fan of that. It's got to be chips, the, yeah. But pita chips, like we we've gotten an everything bagel. Uh, it's cream cheese based on our end, not sour cream. I could see. I would think the sour cream is probably pretty pretty similar, just probably a little uh, thinner. But uh, man, pita chips dipped into that shit is just just unbelievable. Yeah. So drunk, you got big K cola from Kroger. 
and this this is a Travi staple right here. That's a yeah. We do the diet, but that's typically what we mix with our Admiral Nelson when we are going crazy on the weekends. You, you wild man, you get you a twelver of uh, Big K colas. Typically a two liter. We typically go two liter of diet Big K cola and dump it into our Admiral Nelson. Drunk smacking his lips. He's trying to get its essence. He's really did, trying to, yeah. Did you get like a sniff of it first? Do you do you sniff the colas drunk? Mm, it smells like an aluminum can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, drunk? It's good. Yeah. You stick to your lips. Is and it you sweet? Know, most people knock generic colas. A lot of times, generic colas, pretty good. As as you know, I chose Stars and Stripes, the cheapest. From the Dollar Tree. A three, a three, a three liter. liter for a dollar. Yeah. Well, it's a dollar twenty-five now. Well, but when you tried it, it was a dollar. Right. Well, that was my favorite one. Uh eight two. Wow. Oh, wow, Kroger. An eight two. That's up there. I bet if it would came in a blue can, it probably would have been higher rank too. There is something to be said about the color, right? Like there's the it's your five senses, right? So it's like sight, smell before it even touches your lips. So well, like I said, the uh, uh, the big lot are not big lots. The save a lot by my house. They have a cola in a red can and a cola in a blue can, and they do taste different. And you know, yeah, you know what's trying to go on there. So yep, absolutely. (laughs) I uh just discovered how great save a lot is right do you shop there like their meat prices are unbelievable oh yeah for sure unbelievable travis i got a pick of the week for you um i i went to the uh, motion picture house today and saw guardians of the galaxy 3 gotta say that's that's my pick of the week travis it's fucking great i'm gonna piggyback on that uh and say that my pick pick of the week is also guardians of the galaxy volume 3 unbelievable what they pulled off with that thing uh, the first and the second are among my favorites and and this one i think is just as good i it's think so fucking he good. pulled off the whole fucking trilogy they're all great this one so. had the added value of completely pulling out my heart and stepping on it right. and then putting it back in and then stabbing me in it and then pulling it back out and jumping up and down on it torching it and sticking it back i was bawling yeah yeah, it got me too, Travis. Did <laughs> I'm here? I was like, I was sitting there because I knew I know what he was doing. Like as it's happening, you're, oh, yeah. I'm not going to go into it. You're getting Rocket's backstory, okay? This is you're getting Rocket's backstory. You probably see that in the trailer, and they're setting it up like some goddamn Charlotte's Web thing. Oh sure, and it's just like, but oh, you know better. You know better, so, <laughs> and you knew what he was. You knew what was happening, and it's so. Even the sweet moments between the animals was just like pulling and out. Even that was giving me tears in my eyes. And I'm like, I know what he's going to do. Right. I know exactly what. He, and he did it. And I'm like, here I am trying to like dry my eyes with Travis, popcorn you, you butter know, soaked napkins. You know what? I uh, <laughs> It made me feel like, and it's not a great analogy, but it, it is a similar feeling. Uh, you know, in Toy Story 3, Three that yeah. big purple bear, yeah. Oh yeah, Lotso. Yeah, like yeah. The big purple bear did the same thing to me. Like he 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 betrayed me, Travis. Right. Uh, it, it's it's like that. So so are you guys saying it should have been the first pick and not Spider Man? <sighs> well, I you you can't you can't pick with your heart. You have to pick with your brain. Okay. Right. 
Yeah, you have to be. Yeah, exactly. Got to be well, analytical. What does your brain say right now? My brain says that it has like a sixty-something Metacritic, and uh, Spider-Man's probably going to have a much better one. Okay, right with yeah. about but, the same amount of dollars. Hopefully, it keeps rocking. Guardians keeps rocking. <laughs> like I was. Uh, well, it, luckily, it's the they only second, get two weeks. So. Right. We, we went in the second weekend. Uh, granted, it was Mother's Day, so people were probably looking for things to do. Uh, but my theater uh, noon on Sunday was. Packed with people. Yeah. It was crazy. It was drunk. Packed with people. Yeah. Pick of the week. So drunks pick of the week. Uh, this weekend I have what is called a tri cup tournament, which is for billiards. So every year there's three tri cups a year, and if you win your tri cup, you get to go to cities. Uh, so we actually already won one tri cup, and if we win this next tri cup, we get a buy in cities, which means. I only have to win two games to go to Vegas as opposed to three. So check in uh, next week and we'll see how we did. And uh, hopefully going back to Vegas, baby. Vegas for drunk. Last year you said it was going to be live streamed. It was. You just didn't tell us where it was. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I wanted to watch your live stream drunk. I am a drunk fan. Well, if we go back, we'll make sure it happens. Okay. Okay. Uh, guys, we did it. Uh, check out Lewis's special on uh, YouTube. I told him, you know, Travis, that he should come back, and, and he said he would, but I don't know if that's legally binding. I doubt it. Yeah, is. we tell everybody they should come back, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, we'll see. We have a couple two times. And they all clubs. say they will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. So, uh, yeah, guys, we did it. Uh, that's that's all, though, right? Bye. I'm Bye. Do- I'm Dill Damon. for listening to this installment of WFOD. Our operation is 100% independent, so your support is appreciated. We don't advertise, so we rely on word of mouth. Please take a moment to tell a friend, share a link, leave a review, or any of the other things podcasts ask you to do. Music featured in this episode is by Carl Casey at White Bat Audio. Check him out at whitebataudio.com. You can contact us with comments or questions by phone at 636 636- 487 hand or by email at mike at wfodix.com travis at wfodix.com or drunk at wfodix.com special thanks as always to our patreon sponsors jim chadman brian kranz liquid lozenge valerie carpenter jay adson and rabbit poundings if you want early access to episodes you can support the show at patreon.com slash wfodix Our entire catalog can be found at WFODshow.com, or you can find our feed of the latest episodes on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, iHeart, or wherever else fine podcasts are found. 
Check us out on social media, WFOD Show on Twitter and Instagram, WFODix on Facebook and YouTube. We will return next week, but really, we're never gone. Take care. was the uh original confirmation it was uh give us a zoom link and we'll get it to them yeah and so i did that but no like uh follow-up to that oh no no i didn't i should have huh yesterday been like hey this is gonna happen right yeah i usually do that yeah or they should have been like okay got it they'll be on blah 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 guess i didn't give enough of a f- i should have given a fuck though if you're gonna if you're gonna do it you might as well you're, do it right? if you're gonna do it and if you're gonna suffer through the, the motion picture they're promoting it took me like four revisits to get through an hour and 20 minute movie that's terrible like and, and on tubi you can't you, that doesn't remember where you are no so you have to fast forward back to it oh tubi yeah if you you have to create an account or not an account. You just have to create a profile. I don't want to do that. Oh, I got because I I fall asleep to Tubi all the time. What I'll do you watch? Fucking... Do they have good stuff? Oh yeah, like Lethal Weapons and Rush Hours, and there's tons of horror shit on there. Yeah, yeah there's there's a lot of good stuff on Tubi, including Homestead. Travis. Including Homestead. Was that a was it a um was it a horror western? Uh no. So it there was like a like a family, and they <clears throat> uh, they lived in a house, and then yeah. these banditos came, Travis. But then there's a little girl that likes to shoot people. Is that the deal? Yeah. So these yeah these these banditos came, and it turns out that the uh, the husband used to run around with a bad crowd, and like he had money, and they were coming to get his money. Oh. He stole the money from them, though. So, I mean, he kind of brought it on himself. Like, you know, you you turn on your brothers. They're going to come back. It's going to come back to haunt you. Yeah. So uh, the banditos, they uh, they kind of they they kill the guy. And then the little girl kills one of their guys. The guy killed Diamond Dallas Page. Is the little girl is his kid? Yeah. Okay. Actually, I don't think it's because they said at the very end, like, we should go kill our father. And that was like the end of the movie. I think maybe he was their stepdad. Like, he came along later. Oh, and so and the who dad is Jamie, left them. Who was Jamie Bernadette? Was she a, the She's wife? The mom. Or the, the mom. Okay. Yeah. She looks too young to be the mom. Although it was uh, Frontier Days.
Yeah. He seemed significantly older than her. That was probably pretty typical for the time. Yeah. And so uh, then like they gave the remaining banditos the money. They're like, okay, you go now. Like, okay, we're going to go. And then they like went over the hill and they're like, wait, no, fuck that. They killed our guys. We should go back and kill them. Even though they already killed the guy. Yeah. So then they go back to kill the family. The, the women. There's a woman, a girl, and like a real pussy man boy. Oh. Like a teen boy. And then there's like a young girl. And the young girl's the one that shoots everybody? Yeah, she she's like a... She bullies him because he's like a little cuck boy. Little bit, little bitch. Yeah. And so then... I hate little bitches. Uh, they flee the house, and then the banditos go looking for him in the woods, and they're like, well, let's go back to the house um, because they already looked there. So they go back to the house, and then the guys come back to the house, and so they set the house on fire, and then the mom gets shot in the head. So she's dead. So then she's dead. So it's just a 12-year-old little girl then? And, and, the, the, and the little cuck boy, yeah. And the little cuck man boy? Yeah. And so then they are running, and they kill the remaining banditos. Actually, the final bandito man, he was looking for him, and she snuck up behind him and pointed a gun at him and like did the, the click. Oh, shit. And he realized that he had gotten got. And so he says, you win... And he shoots himself up, like, through the face. What? And so then, like, she is standing there like, I can't believe that guy just did that. But then, like, he turns around and tries to shoot her after he shot himself in the face. And, like, I don't know why you wouldn't try to shoot her before you shoot yourself in the face. Yeah, don't shoot yourself in the face. That seems foolish. Yeah, but then she shot him. And then they took the money. You know, the money never really came up again. I Maybe they took the money, but I don't think they showed them taking the money. So the whole, so like the the golden goose, which was the money. Uh, that it was a big got, sack of coins, Travis. Oh, Christ. So gold coins. So the bad well, guys like the got 1800s. the money that they wanted. Yeah, but then, then they all went back and died. And then And then everybody forgot about the money, which was the catalyst for this whole thing. Yeah. So after she shot the guy... The, the little cuck boy took the gun from her and shot the dead body like five times. Oh, trying to assert his manhood, even though he's a little bitch. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm glad these people didn't show up. It wasn't a very good movie. Uh, I didn't like it. Couldn't have been worse than Bone Hill Road. I'll never forget having to watch Bone Hill Road and <laughs> then having that motherfucker not show up. <laughs>